All right, welcome. Let's start once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot. The podcast comes to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Blue Foot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is customary right now, via the miracle of the internet, by the director of football, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? I'm very good, Paul. Excellent. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, because uh, you've had like a, a week now of uh, sort of working at Blue Foot and showing football has uh, been going well, all that kind of thing. Yeah, and we actually invited people in on uh, Saturday for the Arsenal game. The first people to come in to the bar, reduced capacity, social distancing aware. We've got first specs up in the bar. As much as you worry in this environment where you're working, it was really nice to have some people in the bar. Was there plenty there for the Arsenal game? So it's a good splattering of people, yeah. I mean, it wasn't banging in there or anything. I mean, a lot of people are still staying away from bars and stuff, but there was enough people in there to have a little atmosphere. A lot of Mickey taking. Obviously, we'll go over the game, but West Ham equalised. West Ham were probably the better team that day, actually, if I'm being completely honest. But um, it was nice to see Arsenal win, I don't think. But for them, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to see smiling faces, even if... Rissa turned up, Mikey, you know, the usual suspects, shall we say. Yeah. And it was one game that Peacock decided we could show on NBC, so over the weekend. I think one of two games they allowed. Yeah, it's a bit, bit naughty, I think, all this. But yeah, maybe they'll settle down once they feel they've got the, their money back on the Peacock subscriptions. But yeah, I agree. Well, should we start with Friday? <laughs> we had the first of the... <laughs> we had the opening game in the Bundesliga, new season. Bayern <laughs> Munich played Schalke. Ouch. Did I tell you last week on the podcast, I think I said 4-0 for this game. I was close to saying 7, but it's a ridiculous prediction, so that's why I never said it. But I watched Schalke at the back end after lockdown, and I told you they were kind of my team because somebody had given me a scarf, and I was disgusted at that team. I played. So I knew they were going to get a tank in on Friday because Munich was just on a different planet. So that's a title over in the Bundesliga. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> did... did um... Bayern Munich play Schalke in the first game back. Was that no? It, it was Dortmund. Right, that's it's right. Their local yeah, yeah. derby. Their local derby, and they totally tanked them four or five nil. I think that's right. Yeah. First game with no crowd, we all watched. They're going to dominate Europe again. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they are just on a tear, aren't they? I mean, was that yeah. 24, 25 games now on the bounce? Uh, like wins on the bounce? Totally. They got the Super Cup today as well against Sevilla. So yeah, Saturday uh, early start for Everton and West Brom in an absolute barn burner. Everton look pretty tasty, don't they, to be fair? They do look a bit tasty, and Calvert-Lewin seems to have a new lease of life up front with the players around him now. Yeah. Well, to be fair, like two of them, like he couldn't really miss, I don't think. But yeah, he got to be there at the right time, and yeah, good, stri- good striking instincts. So, uh, well done, to, uh, yeah, Everton, uh, flying yeah. at the minute. Then later that day, the two newly promoted teams, Leeds and Fulham, also in a bit of an absolute cracker. Uh, 4-3 to Leeds in this one. Yeah. Fulham made a bit of a game of it, didn't they, as well? Yeah, Leeds are the entertainers. I think they're good. they seem to be really good fun to watch this season, don't they? Conceding loads and scoring loads. So. <laughs> I think that's Bielsa and the style of football he wants to play. So that's great to see, really. Yeah, 14 goals in two games in their matches now. 9.30 game. Manchester United at home to Palace. And uh, yeah, this is the surprise of the weekend, really. No, because I said to you last week, Palace yeah. did it last season. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, he did. They look poor. Underdone, I think, is the uh, phrase, isn't it? A little pressure builds up on him now, doesn't it? And um, Solskjaer again. Two goals to Zahar, wasn't it, I think? They won two games as well. (laughs) The late game, Arsenal at home to West Ham United, and they won 2-1. It was one apiece at one point here, but uh, Arsenal got the goal towards the end. Not sure that they totally uh, deserved it all, 
terror result. I think West Ham played really well, actually, considering all the upheaval at the moment at club, you know, with the bad vibes coming out again. And David Moyes has now tested positive, hasn't he, for COVID? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and two of their players, Diop and one other. Hour and ten minutes before their game against, who did they play in the cup? I can't remember. They beat someone handily. They played whole. Because none of these lower league teams now are doing testing. So I don't know if you heard about the Spurs game that got called off this week. Spurs offered to pay for all the testing of Leighton Orient. And so they, they agreed and 19 players tested positive. So the game was um, postponed. Whoa. Whoa. Now, this is a great story, actually, if you want a feel-good story. Spurs fans, because we've got a bit of history with this club now, with the Harry Kane sponsorship thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously with Justin Edinburgh, Spurs yeah. legend Lion. Spurs fans have actually gone to the club shop at Leighton Orient, phone calls and online ordering and have now purchased over £20,000 worth of merchandise from Leighton Orient to help the club out. That's lovely, yeah. yeah. Um, there were plans to allow, I think, 1,000 fans into grounds, wasn't there? And uh, uh, with the new stricter uh, restrictions in the UK, put the kibosh on all of those plans. So that's important. Uh, well, that's that's really cool. Yeah, they've said March now for this as well, Paul, I believe. March, they're looking at March to let pe- some people in, so it's not going to happen. So now we're going to see the decimation, I suppose, of lower league clubs because that's it. None league can't play at all because they've said they won't play unless there's fans in the stadium. Yeah. There's a lot of clubs now in the lower leagues who are offering to bring in non-league players on loan and the non-league clubs, they've said, you won't have to pay the wages, we'll sort it. The clubs that can afford to bring them in, so just to get these guys playing. So there's a lot of solidarity going on. So I'm hoping the Premier League clubs, you know, the players are on 400 grand a week, 350 grand a week, 200 grand a week. Yeah, you know that that's the lifeblood of a of a year maybe for some of these non-league sides. You know what I mean? One week's payment. So I'm hoping the football family comes together a little bit in this because it's desperate now. I fear. We had Macclesfield Town had a winding up order, didn't they, there, yeah. this week because they just about survived. The year before, with Sol Campbell, I think, as manager, and now they are no more. Yeah, and I think they only needed, well, I say only needed, but I think it was less than half a million, I think, wasn't it, to, to survive and, you know, some of these weeks ways, isn't it, for some of the players. So, oh, I've been I've been to Montrose. Um, I've seen Bolton get beat there. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way you haven't seen Bolton get beat? No, absolutely not. No, but, <laughs> well, because I used to teach close to uh, to Macclesfield, and uh, right. one of my uh, colleagues there was a big Macclesfield Town fan. We played each other in the probably League Cup, right. and uh, didn't even have a sniff. And this was under like the Allardyce era as well. And uh, yeah, we got we got beat. I think two one. Yeah, that'll sort you out a, a day out at, at Macclesfield Town. Also, that happened on Saturday. We had uh, Bolton going two 0 down to Colchester. That's four on the bounce now for this new manager. I'm not happy. Not happy, mate. <laughs> he was given the whole fanfare of uh, a, a brave new world of uh, tiki-taki football. I just want to get out of the league. I don't care if it stays mostly in the air. Get me out of this league. Yeah. Bundesliga, uh, Dortmund played Borussia Mönchengladbach. They won 3-0. Reiner uh, scored his goal. He's only 17, is he? Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was set up by Bellingham and then a couple for Haaland. Brilliant stuff. And then Loyal got a good road win against uh, Phoenix Rising, who are the team to beat in the USL. And the first hat-trick in the club history for Rubio Rubin. Uh, on the back of that was named the USL Player of the Week. So congratulations to him. Good. And did you get up early on Sunday to watch your Spurs? Um, I did indeed, Paul. Excellent. <laughs> 
All right. And on the laptop, and um, when we went one nil down and played half an hour like a bag of um, spanners. Spanners was probably a good word and less sweary that I was going to use. I actually regretted the decision to get up, but then um, we scored just before halftime. Completely run riot in the second half. It was beautiful. And the first time, I think, in the Premier League that four goals, four assists by the same people came okay. to Son. Yeah, man of the match, uh, Harry Kane, of course. Um, yeah, as Mourinho pulled off Son to tell him. I think he interrupted the interview and getting man of the match to say Harry Kane should be man of the match. <laughs> and Sonny agreed and presented him with the ball. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it, haven't we, with Harry Kane, and like, I think he's probably your best central midfield player as well. If he was to play there, I'm not joking, I think his range of passing is as good as Kevin De Bruyne's. It's up there. He's changing his position, Mourinho, and I'm, you know, I'm still on the fence, Mourinho, but if this, w- I tell you what, Paul, if they can get the Celso, Bale, Son and Kane all on the pitch with the speed and the fork, we yeah, look no. really, we look strong, Paul. But if he wants to play on the counter-attack like he's been doing with that team, yeah, I tell you, not many teams are want to face us, and they look so good on Sunday. Very, you know, very easy. The finishing by Son was impeccable. It's just I almost looked like a sixth sense as well, isn't he, Harry Kane? Just like, yes, brilliant, brilliant passes. Very great weight of passes and just interesting angles that he creates as well. I'm very impressed with him, really. It's almost like Teddy Sheringham, isn't it? Really, I'm so glad you said that because I've been holding back that at the moment. He's becoming our new Teddy Sheringham. But yeah, he's a much more skillful player than just a goal scorer, I think. Moving on to uh, Newcastle, lost disappointingly at home to Brighton and Hove Albion, 3 nothing. Brighton looked good as well, Paul. I mean, yeah, said no one ever, but yeah. Hey, Fair. I say it all the time. They play good football, Paul. Like, again, I'm going to call you up on this. <laughs> he's got them playing some good football. I mean, yeah, he's got them playing some yeah, interesting football. I, will, I, just, <laughs> I just don't see the point. Okay. <laughs> The big game this weekend probably was Chelsea versus Liverpool. That all went to pot basically after Christensen belly flopped on top of the on-running centre-forward yeah. and got himself sent off. I predicted the Chelsea win, I think, 3-1. But yeah. but they have just signed the gig guy from the goal, new goalkeeper. Oh, Chelsea signed Ron's keeper, Mende. Mende, yeah. Yeah, they just bought him. He's actually just signed today. Thiago uh, came on in the second half for Henderson who's yep. the number I think might very well be up at uh, Liverpool. I think that uh, he's been getting away with it for, for a while. But yeah. Thiago apparently would just run the, the whole thing in the, yeah. um, in the second half. Absolutely well, unbelievable numbers. And uh, yeah, they won 2-0 in the end. Yep. And the final game on Sunday was Leicester versus Burnley. And Leicester got a really nice little win. Yeah, the Leicester boys in the blue foot as well. Chris, Bill and Kim turned up. Oh, lovely. Well, that was nice to see them for a year. Yeah, and a nice little win for them as well. Oh, lovely. That's fantastic. Yeah, bags of goals this weekend. But you can always rely on uh, Villa and Sheffield United. <laughs> Put the on all of that. Villa won 1-0 against Sheffield United. So, good for them, their first uh, game of the season. Sheffield United missed the penalty as well. You've got to fear for them a little bit, Sheffield United as well, this season. Uh, Wolves played Manchester City in their first game. Um, a Bluefoot derby. Yeah, City won 3-1 in this. But I think Wolves... Had lots of chances in this game, didn't they? First half, they didn't even come out right. Half, they were a lot better second half. Yeah, with one of some better finishing, the game would have ended in a draw. But then, obviously, the, the, the breakaway third goal for City at the end. Yeah, a little bit better finishing. It would have been, they would have pulled it back to 2-2. Because I think they were 2-0 down last season and came back to win 3-2 in that fixture. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really mirrored that, actually, second half. Uh, first Bluefoot derby of the season. And first Bloods to Manchester City to retain their title. Uh, so on Tuesday we've touched on Spurs, late Orient postponed, but uh, Manchester United 
their game against Luton Town went ahead and they made a bit of a meal of this, I think. I, I'm regretting now picking United as fourth team in the in the league because their little their underbelly is pretty soft, isn't it? Their reserves are not great, I don't think. And I don't know whether they're going to be able to sustain a whole. My decision making was clouded by, you know, the fairly decent run in last year. And it's always, it's, it's like we just said about Sheffield United. You know, Bruno Fernandes came in. He's undoubtedly an excellent player. But maybe people have worked out how to, you know, this is what coaches are paid for. Maybe they've worked out how to stop him now a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe. again, Pogba comes up all the time to me. And it's like. Yeah, where is he? Because he got subbed off, didn't he? Um, in the first game. Does that mean he's not fit? I think they need. I, some, I think need some defenders. I think Maguire versus uh, Palace of the day. I'm seriously like the QE two turns quicker than him, doesn't it? It's ridiculous. Yeah, he just gets passed around very, very easily. Oh, and then our FA Cup curse continued. We were supporting Northwood. They were away at Burnham at the Goa. Interesting name for the the ground. I I thought it was Boreham. It's not. It's Burnham. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, they won one nil. It doesn't matter. They, they're going yeah. now. So, they're, lads. <laughs> one game stay of execution. So, yeah, we'll start following Burnham um, <laughs> in the qualifying rounds of the FA Cup. And already they're burning their shirts. Um, Wednesday, uh, Leicester played Arsenal in a in the League Cup, a Bluefoot derby. And uh, Arsenal, although not playing all that well, they won 2-0 to Leicester. Yeah. Leicester didn't put out their full-strength team. They had a fella called Dewsbury Hall playing in midfield. It looked like a pretty tidy little midfield player. And then Chelsea beat Barnsley, I think, 6-0. Kai Havertz scored his first goal as well. Got a hat-trick, mate. Brilliant. OK. Don't get any points for that, though, in the draft. Please. No, Sorry. But, yeah, there you go. Just warm it up. Just warm it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Against Barnsley. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break there. And then when we come back, a couple of questions from the randomizer. All right, um, let's fire up the randomizer. It says question two. <laughs> All right, examples that the game is gone. Well, I think last week there's a referee who comes out every game and kisses the ball as he picks it up. Have you seen? <laughs> What's all that about, mate? I think it means that it's all about him. Who's doing this? I forgot his name, mate, to be honest with you. He's a Premier League referee. He comes he out, he only has the ball and a little plimp. He comes out, kisses it and picks it up. Right, I'll find out his name for you. I mean, especially in these times, it seems unwise, I've got to say, as well. But it, yeah. Even so, it's just like, what's your problem, man? I've, I've got loads of these, by the way. Unnecessary kit changes. And especially when both sides are playing in two chain shirts. One of them is the third kit. You know that it's quite towards the end of the season and they want to flog as many like of the shirt as possible before it goes on sale on the website. Or like, I know. Can you not just play in white and blue against each other? You know what I mean? I hate it. I hate it. I act. The price of an away ticket, like especially those ones where they're called Category A games. So if you're a fan of, say, Arsenal United, Tottenham, they will hike the prices up for the away end. Pretty naughty. It's, it's just gouging, isn't it? It's really terrible. What else do I have? It's all the TV fees you have to pay now. I mean, that, to me, that's the game's gone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To what's the game now? It's, it's the game's gone because there's so many bloody European fixtures now. There's so many fixtures for everybody. Do you know what I mean? It, it, there's no respite from soccer anymore. Football. It's, you're almost saturated with it, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And not being able, you can't even have a beer as well watching the game. No. no. That's you know, if you go and watch a rugby game or a 
cricket match or something like that. Sit down, have a nice pint. It's lovely, you know. But uh, yeah, you can't do that. You no. can't drink a pint within view of the field or something like that. Even if you've got one of the boxes, you can't do that, can you? Retiring a shirt of a 16-year-old, I think that's a sign that the game's gone. <laughs> Short sleeves on goalies as well. Not only is it village looking, that's it's a sign of the footballing apocalypse. My final one. I think it was West Brom the start of last year introduced the club mascot as this was it a, like a water heater or a water boiler? I don't think I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in a weird dream now, Paul. I'm not quite sure. Am I awake? Yes, I am. Go on. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to uh, dig that out. But yeah, <laughs> a man dressed as a boiler, and that was the club mascot. I think so. I think they played Bolton, I think the first game of the season, maybe it's two years ago this, when we were in the championship, we played West Brom and beat them, unbelievably. They had this big, big old boiler hanging around on the touchline, so. Here's my last one as well. Um, the uh, thing that the game's gone is the fact that Wolves can now feel a total Portuguese side. I think that's a, a, a symbol that the game's gone a little bit. And, I mean, and, and totally unabashed, they have released their third kick, don't they? With this, yeah, the big <laughs> Never wants to miss a trick. <laughs> well, I, I commented on the, their latest Portuguese signing. I said, I don't think the uh, the Nandos in Wolverhampton is going to be able to cope homesick Portuguese uh, <laughs> migrating to, uh, to to Wolverhampton. So, Who yeah. that? Leaving Portugal for Wolverhampton. Bloody hell. The, the, the West Midlands Riviera. Yeah. Great canal system, I believe. <laughs> All right, one more question. Uh, oh, question three. Okay, so we're all we're just about started. It says things you'd like to see change for the new season. That's quite timely, I suppose. Well, I'd like to see some fans in the stadiums. <laughs> that would be a yeah, nice one. Yeah, percent. Yeah. Um, I hope Gareth Bale doesn't get injured. I'd like to see that change this season as well. Um, mm -hmm. I'd like to see Harry Kane not pull his hamstring or do his ankle this season. I think it's too late now, but I would like to have seen that handball rule uh, change. But it seems mm -hmm. to have got worse. Because there was a couple of dodgy old penalties, people's boots and slapping their hand and penalties given. Did you see the Spurs one that Southampton got at the end? I did, yeah. Never a penalty, never no. a penalty. But there you go. So, yeah, that would be my major one. I've already even touched on it. Allow people to have a beer watching the game. That would yeah, be my there you yeah. go. Yeah, just VAR to actually work properly. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of people doing the, the, the VAR. The referees are going to see the, the screen. I, I don't care for it take too long um, if, if there's a person that's given the decision about this then just let them have it and you know we don't need the referee to verify it all God. all right well we'll call that a day um, for the randomizer for this week and when we come back we will preview some of the games that are happening in the week coming up all right yeah there's plenty going on on Saturday uh, there's no games on Friday um, on Saturday, very early game is Brighton versus Manchester United. They're in desperate need of a win, I think, United. Not the place to go, in my opinion, either. This is a tricky little fixture for them. In my, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens on this one. Yep. Um, and then at 7 o'clock, Palace play Everton, two informed teams. Something's got to give. 200% records. Absolutely. Uh, and that should be a fun game to watch, really. I think even Palace are actually playing attacking football. I think that's the reason. I think Solskjaer wasn't expecting Palace to, to go at them so heavily. He got found out there a little bit. Yeah, and Zahar, I think, is he's looking... I mean, the window closes October 12th. I think he's put himself in the shop window a little bit here quickly, and I hope 
Uh-huh. I can't actually see where he's going to go if he does want a big move, but me neither, really. Unless he's just settled and is happy. He's just had a baby, I believe. I could sort of see him going to maybe like a French Champions League club or something like that. I don't see him kind of going to a Champions League club in England, honestly. Harry so. Tangerman might be an interesting move. Yeah. And talking of which, by the way, just while we're on it, isn't Deli Ali's been linked with PSG and like Real Madrid? Is this true? Well, yes, it is. And that's the rumour mill. But at the same time, Mourinho's just come out now and said, there's no way we're selling him. Right. Loaning him out. And he was pictured in training this week, laughing, having a good time with everybody. So, Well, they just found out what, what everyone's favourite packet packets of crisps were, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's... <laughs> he also cooked um, baked beans with sausages in, I believe, as well, which was, uh, you know, obviously the master... Mind, <laughs> I don't want him to go, Paul, because I don't want him to be a superstar in another club. So I don't think he's a very high opinion of, uh, honestly, I think sell high. Yeah, I think he's a great footballer, and if he gets a bit of game time and settles down a little bit, he can still be a great player for us. Um, the 9.30 game is Chelsea away at West Bromwich Albion. West Brom is struggling already. I wonder if uh, that game, pre-season type game against Barnsley, might fire a couple of... Uh, people into form so um yeah chelsea uh licking their wounds after the liverpool game maybe yeah yeah, yeah. no slapping village on the sideline either. he was sent off by mike dean wasn't he mike dean show <laughs> he got himself all wound up for that was it gibbs it got sent off pick your battles mate because that was absolutely ridiculous what he did there how stupid hammers barged into him a little bit then the late game on saturday is burnley versus southampton any thoughts uh, I just yawned. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday, Bolton host Newport County to get off the snide if we can there. And, uh, Newport County play at Rodney Parade. <laughs> Every day is a Rodney Parade. There you go. <laughs> Maybe chuckling the card the other day when I heard that. <laughs> In the Bundesliga, Russia Dortmund are away at Augsburg. Sunday, the early game is Sheffield United versus Leeds in a Yorkshire, Yorkshire Derby. Yeah, could be an interesting one. Uh, I can't I can't decide whether that's going to be loads of goals or no goals. Right. Yeah, because yeah, now um, Leeds have, like, their two games have provided 14 goals. This has got nil-nil written all over it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're Tottenham Hotspur. They play Newcastle at home, especially after travelling and all that sort of caper. Then Manchester City in a Bluefoot Derby playing Leicester. Nice little interesting game as well. Yeah, Leicester need to start winning like games that they are not meant to to win. Always lose against the top four or five, don't they? And yeah. So it'd be nice to maybe see them. You know, especially no crowds. Just, but I, I don't really see much hope of that. I'll be honest. I think City are um, on a mission this season. Then the, the final game on Sunday, West Ham United play our Wolves. Yeah, Wolves one win, one loss. West Ham as well have any wins thus far. Each team will see this as an opportunity to uh, to get get the season going. And then in the Bundesliga at 6.30, Bayern Munich <laughs> away at Hoffenheim. Yeah, that juggernaut continues, I'm sure. I don't see anything other than a Bayern Munich win. Then there's a couple of games on Monday. Fulham at home to our Villa. That's at 10 o'clock in the morning. We will be open for you as well, Paul. We will be open for that game. Lovely. Okay, good to hear. I'm sure Chad will be delighted with that. And then 12.15, big game for our Gunas. They're away to Liverpool. That game's been put back to 12 o'clock now because of the um, kicking out time in Britain has been changed to 10. So the Premier League will put that game back to 8 o'clock UK time, 12 o'clock here. Ah, all right. Champion League qualifiers happening Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, also on Wednesday is the German Super Cup involving both of our Bluefoot teams in the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund. Be interesting though, like young team against uh, <laughs> a very well-oiled machine right now. 
Pretty good game. Cholos play Juarez at five o'clock on Wednesday, and the Loyal at home to Phoenix, and that's at seven o'clock on Wednesday. All right, Whew, we got there. Let's take a quick break there, and then we'll any other business. Okay, welcome back. Any other business? Have you completed the All or Nothing uh, series? Yep, all done. All finished. Okay. Yeah, that's what's been done and dusted. I did read this really nice story this week that whilst in lockdown, I don't remember Gary Mather, obviously you do. I've seen the story, yeah, it's, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah so you've been, uh, people who, uh, Tottenham fans, the older ones, who are a little bit lonely and stuff, he's actually started rigging them up in, in COVID times. And I think he's done over a thousand calls now to... Um, oh, what a, yeah. Yeah, what a lovely thing. Yeah, I mean, he is the nicest man in football, I think, Gary Mather, isn't he? I think it was my, my first engagement, like, many, many years ago. I actually got, I think my friend knew him and got, got uh, left a card in the changing room, posted it to him, and he managed to get the whole team, including himself, to sign it and send it to me for my... Um, Engagement. So he is an all-round top bloke, in my opinion. Oh, bless him! Yeah, that was um, royalties lie. I think you can't actually moan at Gary Maddock, can you? Did you see? This is a weird one. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, always sunny. They are trying to take over the Wrexham AFC, who are in the fifth tier of the English. Yeah, I mean, that's come out of nowhere, isn't it? That. I wonder how they, I mean, I know that uh, Ryan Reynolds, he invests his money in all sorts of uh, strange things, but a lowly club like that. But it's a big town, isn't it, Wrexham? So maybe there's something to be gained. The history of Wrexham as well. They, 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 you know, cup shocks and everything. A nice one against Arsenal a few years ago. Mickey Thomas scoring a goal. But um, <laughs> that's one to keep an eye on there, isn't it? An unusual situation there. I did buy, um, you'll laugh at this, I did buy his and hers bail shirts for the wife and me. <laughs> <laughs> They're in transit from uh, the Tottenham Stadium as we speak. And Tottenham tissues so the Arsenal fans can... <laughs> wipe my tears away as we finish above them again this season. I bought four Tottenham. I had a bit of a splurge. You should never buy things on your phone while sitting having beers after work. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, his and her shirt's on the way. I think Nicole's got the home one, and I flopped for the uh, yellow one. Okay, wrong. very nice. Excellent stuff. Let's have a look at what happened in the predictor game. Uh, we had Nate uh, help us out with this, and he got five out of the seven uh, results correct. I got... Arsenal, West Ham, bang on 2-1, plus um, four other correct results. And you got four correct results out of seven. So yeah, that ball, I thought it was free. I know, yeah. So it's good. Two pairs of eyes to make sure that's uh, uh, keeping keeping me honest. I'm, watch, I'm watching you. <laughs> and that's everything right up, by the way, as well. Again? Leading now by 10 points to uh, listeners nine and yourself nine. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be a tight one. All right, we have a mystery picker today, but I want you to tell me at the point where you think you might know who it is. Is that, do you know, is this all right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, West Ham play Wolves and our mystery picker says 2-0 to Wolves. I say 2-1 to Wolves. I'm going to go 3-0 Wolves. Yeah, because no Slavin Bilic on the on the touchline, little COVID thing going. Yeah, anyway, go on, yeah, move on. I'm saying 3-0. 3-0, okay. Leanne. It's not Leanne. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool versus Arsenal. It become very obvious, by the way, who who this is in a, in a moment. Liverpool play Arsenal. Our mystery picker has gone three one, as have I. Okay, so I'm going to go a two two draw this game. All right, interesting. The next one is Fulham versus Villa, and our mystery picker has gone two nil. I've gone zero zero in this one. I think I think I think uh, Villa will win one nil again. Their defense is looking pretty good. All right, this might be the kicker: Spurs versus Newcastle. And we've got a, a 10 nil w- win for Newcastle. It's Zane. Zane. <laughs> nope. Oh! It's not. 
A 10 0 win for Newcastle. Okay, what have you done? 2 0 Spurs. <laughs> Maybe the next one will help you out. Please? Nope. Mikey? Nope. Oh, this is awful. I'm terrible at this game. Anyway, I'm going to go for a 3 1 win to Spurs. Okay, I'm, I think this might be the kicker here. Let's see. I know who it is. It's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester City versus Leicester, and we have a Leicester win for uh, <laughs> 2-1. So, yeah. Are you correct? It was, it was, Chris. God, oh, my, what an idiot I am. <laughs> he actually went 10-0. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's frightening, actually. That's just, if he gets that right, he does double. Tell you what, let's put it in there. If that score is correct, he gets not double, treble points for that win. Okay. okay. I yeah. will put that in there right now if I can. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was it? Man City, Leicester. I'm going to go, I think, 4-1 City. In a re- revenge attack. Yeah, a little. Yeah. Not quite. <laughs> a, bit more, a bit more fought out, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Augsburg versus Dortmund. Chris has gone 0-3. And this one to Dortmund. I'm going uh, 4-0 to Dortmund. 5-0. And then Hoffenheim at home to Bayern Munich. Chris has gone uh, 4-1. I'm going 5-0. These are all to Bayern Munich. I'm going 3-0 Munich. I think they'll just be a little bit with the Super Cup. They might come out of this. Well, that's good. Thank you, Chris, for your... uh, (laughs) I think we'll call them predictions. We'll figure out how we all went on uh, next week. Uh, Okay, last call for anything. I've mentioned Gareth Bale in twice, so I'll mention Gareth Bale again. There you are. No more. We're all very excited. Luis Suarez has gone to Atletico Madrid. Saw that, yeah. Emotional Luis Suarez went to Atletico Madrid. Oh, I tell you what, by the way, him and Costa up front, core blimey, that is some (laughs) shit hosiery up there, isn't it? Blimey. They're likely lads, mate, they're likely lads. Dear old dear. There's actually been some controversy about the, you know, how they were trying to force through a move to Juventus. And apparently the the university that helps foreign, they do the Italian test and they gave Suarez a intermediate score where he was barely able to say, how do you get to the town hall sort of thing. So, so they're in, under investigation about all of this and the, their practices about kind of getting foreign players into the country. So Suarez has nothing to do with this. It's just that it's been highlighted after he went through this process. Right, so, yeah. okay, interesting. Yeah, get in contact, footyfromfoot at gmail.com and footyfromfoot on all our Instagrams and Twitters, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and now Overcast as well. We're also on soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot to access all of our previous podcasts. Uh, tell some friends and thanks to those people that have uh, rated, reviewed, and subscribed. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you to David Sangster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's wherever you watch your football especially in these times make sure that you show your appreciation to your bartenders they are working under very stressful conditions just right now so make sure that you show your appreciation in the appropriate ways thank you I think that'll just about do us thank you dear listener and uh, let's do this again next Thursday <laughs>